This episode of Molly's Minutes is sponsored by Depop. Depop is the community marketplace app where creatives come to buy, sell, and discover the most unique items from around the world. For many of us, including myself, fashion is a form of expression, a way to tell a story of who we are, how we're feeling, and what we stand for. Whether you want to shock, inspire, rebel, or just experiment, Depop gives you the space to do just that without breaking the bank or the planet. Download the app for iOS and Android now, or head to depop.com to get started. No, do you want to start? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you're going to start. Okay. Are uh, you good? Are you good? <laughs> so, like, this is going to be the most awkward podcast <laughs> we know each other. Okay, hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to Molly's Minutes. So, I'm here with my sister in law. Yes, me. That's still so weird. Um, Indie Power. I know, it's so weird. I never know whether to say sister or sister-in-law, and then I think sister sounds like over the But top. even, <laughs> I heard a podcast with you, and you were saying um, husband, and that's even I've so finally, weird for I've me. I've only just started finding that not weird. I fully didn't say it for maybe a year and a half, I'd say. So strange. It's so weird. It's so, that's like serious imposters. And <laughs> I'm a kid, I can't say that. <laughs> well, you are like, what are you, you're 24? No, I'm 26. What? Yeah. Oh I know, God. it's like snuck up on me, I really don't like it. Why? I just feel like for ages I felt like, oh, you're so young or whatever. And now, not so young. <laughs> you're 26. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're young. Well, what can I say? Anyway, do you want to like, you you run Little Green Spoon. Yes. You are the Little Green Spoon. Yes. Do you, are you the Little Green Spoon or is it like you run the Little Green um, Spoon? I don't, at the beginning, it was definitely that I was, like people would say, oh, you're the Little Green Spoon. And stuff. Yeah. But now, <laughs> it's like, no, I'm a person. Um, but now I think that like I share more stuff kind of about me, you know, like yeah. before I literally, there was not one picture of me. You could, maybe for the first two years, you wouldn't have known, like even if I was a boy or girl. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you'd assume I was a girl, but yeah. Um, and then when I started sharing me more, I think it became more that, like, I have a website called The Little Green Spoon, than yeah. rather you are The Little Green Spoon. But <laughs> yeah. it's still, like, it, like it's, it doesn't annoy me or anything. It's yeah. nice. But, um, but yeah, I think now there's kind of, like, indie yeah. of The Little Green Spoon. But it's funny, because, like, Tom, you always used to say that you look like a spoon. My brother, <laughs> <Yeah>. your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, maybe we should explain who Tom yeah, is. Yeah. Tom is my brother and Indy's husband, so that's yes. how we're related. But he used to always be like, Hold up a spoon and be like... Yeah, well, my sister used to call me a pancake, so I think a spoon is better. <laughs> I have a very round face. <laughs> um, so when did you start? So I started it in third year college, which now that I'm 26 is a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah, so I started in third year college just kind of like completely for fun. Uh, you probably don't remember at that time because you were still like a proper little kid. You were so cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was just for fun and I just kind of had started eating healthier um, going to the gym, that kind of thing. First what, time. You, what kind of eating were you doing before? What kind um, of eating were you doing? I wasn't, doing? Uh, like, we always had really good food. Like your mom, my mom's a really good cook. Um, so we always had, like, really good home-cooked food and stuff. But there, it wasn't, like, actively trying to be healthy. And yeah. obviously, like, at the time, I was still in college, still going out. Like, it's weird to think of me going out multiple times a week, <laughs> but I was. Um, so, like, you know, I'd come in and have Domino's, all that. You know, yeah. just, like, the, just the normal. I didn't have a bad diet, but I didn't. I definitely just had a normal kind of student diet um 
and then I just started I don't I can't really remember what sparked it but I just kind of started experimenting more with more nutritious things and cooking mainly baking remember I went through that cupcake phase yeah no when we, when I we think everyone first, went through yeah, a cupcake at the same time as me face. I think there was a stage where Tom honestly <laughs> ate six cupcakes a day four in my house and two in yours because we were both just baking the whole I used lot. to just wake up in the morning this is also when I was like 10 and just make a batch of cupcakes like, I remember actually time. the first time one of the first times ever I was in your house Tom said something like like it's literally the first time I was there and he was like oh I'm gonna go have a shower and I was like cheers <laughs> gonna leave me? and it was you and your mum in the kitchen and you were like oh we're making Oreo cupcakes like do you want help and yeah. I was like oh unreal yes I do want help um so yeah we were both in the cupcake kind of phase and I just started tweaking things like that so it was all baking at the beginning like using say ground almonds instead <coughs> of flour and like maple syrup and that kind of thing um and just kind of like winging it as I go like I obviously didn't do a cooking course or anything didn't do a nutrition course at the time and yeah I was just doing it so much I could say I'd say I spent like hours a day doing it then then my mum was like oh you should start a blog or whatever and she actually came up with the name we did like one of those kind of spider what are they called like the spider maps and you write down words spider diagram is that what it's called you know when you write down mind maps mind maps you spider maps no no but there is a spider I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we did one of them and wrote words that we liked. Um, so, you know, we wanted it to be something kind of that sounded, had like an element of healthy to the sound so green, I guess, kind of must have been one of the words on the yeah. mind map. Um, but also kind of cutesy and homey. And yeah, anyway, we came up with the Logan Spoon and I started it and completely in secret. Like, you know, I'm, I'm quite shy. And the state of the website as well. Like it was, you know, what did you make so the website basic. on? It was WordPress definitely at the time, but I think even WordPress was so much more basic at the time that like it was kind of, it looked like a notebook, like it had lines, I'm pretty sure, okay. even on the homepage and stuff. Um, And I literally, I got really cute little spoons in this Burkant in France and I dipped them in green paint and that was like the cover photo and stuff, which was actually kind of cute. I yeah. still have those spoons, which I like. Um, but yeah, so I just started sharing recipes there and like obviously no one was reading it. I think like I'd be delighted if I had like two viewers a day or something. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, please, they were strangers. <laughs> I not told anyone. And then after about like three months, I can't remember what why, but I think I had enough recipes on there and I'd gotten it like a tiny bit better at the photos, which are so bad I've that, was the, the, that was the time of like you'd put like a filter from Instagram on yeah, the photo yeah. Oh, yeah, and that was like and I the think, look I think I had a white border that was yeah yeah yeah, yeah widergram and yeah. stuff like that yeah and like they were like zoomed up they were basically like in the food really blurry um but anyway I must have thought they were great <laughs> <laughs> and so I decided then to just one night I can't remember why uh share it on Facebook and so then you know, obviously my friends knew. And then, yeah, I don't really know. It happened actually quite quickly that I started to kind of take it a bit more seriously that in a way that I'd be like, oh, I haven't put up one, I have to put up one. Yeah. Not a have to, but, you know, kind of like, because there was people looking at it. I mean, still probably 100 people a day or something. Like I not think many, once you tell people, then yeah, you feel you more accountable. Of, you feel way more accountable and yeah. you want to like put something good out there, obviously. Yeah. So I started to be like, at first, I think I was putting like two recipes a day. Like I was chunneling chunneling is the word churning them out and uh, yeah and like at the time I didn't really test recipes properly I definitely didn't photograph properly and stuff so it was different it was still like really a hobby yeah Um, and then maybe like after a year I started to kind of think about his work and I was like in a few magazines and you know that kind of thing that really helped it like spiral and then I got 
I got so lucky with the timing just as everyone was kind of like applying for jobs because now we're in fourth year college and I had no idea what I wanted to do so what were you doing in college I was doing business a bit like best business economics and social studies but just business like I didn't do any of the economics subjects and I had no idea what I wanted to do like Rebecca and my best friend was going off to New York like everyone had such kind of plans and I'd kind of started to think that it could be a job but still like how do I make money kind of thing yeah um and then just like by some amazing stroke of luck I got my book deal that meant that I literally started writing it I think I gave myself like a week off after I finished college and then started so it was such good timing it was just Mm. really right place right time kind of thing and then it clearly like quickly became that it could be a real job yeah Um, so I was so lucky in that sense and then I did a nutrition course and and stuff like that to kind of make it you know just kind of started t- taking it seriously as a job and mm. really putting in kind of full-time hours and stuff because I think when people see like a certain amount of followers they presume that like you're making money somehow even if yeah. they don't see loads of ads up there and like yeah. you don't like accept yeah I really never do anything yeah, yeah. so yeah. like you're that they probably people were probably coming up to you being like oh my god you're so successful and stuff and you're probably like I make no money off this yeah literally and yeah. then that's like because it's funny like the, the shades of imposter syndrome because at the time <laughs> I was like that I was like I am an imposter because I wasn't making money yeah. but I was successful in terms of that it was doing well and yeah. at the time it didn't matter you know I was still in college I was really lucky I was still living at home um so like I didn't need to make money from it it was fine it, yeah you know um but yeah then it obviously becomes like you have to or it's not sustainable or you have to go into a real job yeah the real job <laughs> um, but yeah so I. Just but that's another so shade of imposter syndrome that you almost feel like guilty for having yeah. a job that you love that much exactly you know? yeah well it's just so weird because it's such a hard thing to define like for ages my worst nightmare was sitting in a hairdresser's chair and you know and they're like do you work today yeah and you'd be like yeah and they're like oh do you work in town and you're like yeah no I work from home oh great what do you do and yeah. we're like uh, like it's just such <laughs> yeah. a hard thing to put a label on yeah and if you like undersell it it doesn't sound like a job and if yeah. you oversell it it can kind sound kind of sound a bit like vain or something yeah so it's kind of hard to it's still actually a hard thing yeah to define but at least now yeah, yeah I think that comes with though you presume that people are gonna have some sort of like um connotation about it yeah it's, which yeah. It, like you sh- it shouldn't be the case and I think everyone like it's I find it really funny when people say like I don't want to be called um, well, see, there's like different people who maybe don't want to be called influencers, but yeah. like people who like, like I just I find it funny when people are like I don't want to be called an influencer, and you're like, if you put up ads and you're like influencing people to buy things, then like yeah, I think as well that's changed so much even just in the last few months because influencer is an actual like category career type now, yeah. whereas there was a few years where it was very grey and stuff, but influencer is an actual thing now that if you are it, own it, and yeah. if you're not, then you probably you know have a different way to define yourself so there's no issue there really like I totally agree I understand the negative thing about it because you know people think of the flat tummy tees and all that kind of thing and I don't think of myself as an influencer because like I don't make money that way so yeah you know exactly it's some people definitely would call me an influencer because I still work online and I you know work on Instagram and that kind of thing so but yeah it's not I don't think of it as a negative thing because I understand the business side of it and I think a lot more people are starting to understand yeah. that. Yeah. So what would you like what what do you say? What do I say to their dressing? Yeah. Um I, I have this thing as well and I don't even make like money from it really and I don't know what to say. I say I I think a lot of the time I say I'm a food writer because mm. you know I, I say food writer and food blogger would probably be like the easy thing because I have my column and I mm. had a book or whatever. And but yeah I say I'm a food writer and food blogger I think. Mm. and then 
yeah and then that's kind of like an easy road or what kind of food you know yeah. and then it's just a nice chat as opposed yeah. to it. but yeah before I don't even know what I said <laughs> I wish so I was hard. confident enough to lie. I went to, I went to something recently and it, it was like a list that sounds like I went to like some really exclusive thing. I went to like a live podcast and there was like a list and they were like, I was like, oh, my name should be on that. And then they were like, oh, are you a blogger? And I was like, well, I don't have a blog, but like, yeah. I'm probably on that but that's list. that's funny because I say blogger because that definitely is a category. Like, I'm not disputing yeah. that that is the category that I'd be in. Yeah. But I don't actually blog. Like, I don't, my web, it's a, I really more have a website. Like, yeah. it's a recipe resource. It's not, I don't write, sorry. I don't write about things you know yeah. I don't write about my musings or my experiences whatever I kind of only write about recipes so I don't really know what I have like so <laughs> I remember once on my my like car insurance came back the other day and it just said occupation accountant and I was like what and then I was like is there even a point changing it because they won't have what I am so that's fine I'll accountant <laughs> what I think hell? it must have been the first thing in the like alphabetical box yeah. and I didn't see <laughs> box or something and left it but oh well <laughs> <laughs> don't arrest me <laughs> um, and then when you wrote your book like what changed did anything change majorly for you I think what changed is it kind of gave it credibility in that and again at the time like because that was even like I think five years ago or something like when I was in when I started so at the time it was still kind of a new thing like now you know blogs are so common it's not everyone knows what they are but at the time mm. in, in Ireland anyway people didn't really you know it wasn't as as much of a thing yeah that then having the book kind of gave it credibility that like oh yeah obviously she that's her job whereas yeah. before it would be like and do you do this full-time you know whereas mm. it was like obviously it's her job so and kind of for me as well it gave me like a bit of a you know a credibility thing for myself to be like yes this is a job and yeah. yeah was it really nerve-wracking like were you like um yeah it's yeah well just because you don't know the process and stuff yeah um but yeah, no, but it was great. And it was a such good timing, as I said, that it just made it be that I could go straight into that. And yeah, so but like when someone like contacts you to do a book or like you contact, I don't know how it works, but then when it actually happens, are you just like, well, okay, what do I do period, now? There's such a long period in between okay. that like I didn't even know either. Like probably from like when you first meet them, there'd be like six months to even start. Then you might have like six months to write it. Then it won't come out for a year and a half. Like there's it's so long okay. that it's you're kind of you get into it gradually but it's not that much of a shock to the yeah. system if you know what I mean but and yeah. there's me- there's you you now don't eat meat but there's meat yeah, in that so, book yeah so the, that at the time I still ate like meat and dairy and stuff so it was just kind of general nutritious kind of whole foods good ingredients but across all kind of categories and now my website and app and stuff is just plant based but that's, that's good great. that people have both like if they want yeah you get me yeah, yeah and a lot of people and... still um that use my website still even though it's only plant-based stuff now still they just add chicken or yeah. whatever and then the same if there's recipes in the book and you're veggie you can just not add the chicken and add tofu or more vegetables or whatever so it's, yeah all my food's really really flexible like that yeah what would you say <clears throat> like what are your recipes kind of about like would you say why are they like different to other people's recipes? I think one of the reasons that people like them is because they're really, really simple. Like there's none that require kind of technique in terms of like a chef, if you know yeah. what I mean. And they're also really quick. Like I only notice it really when I do live demos and stuff. That I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fast. <laughs> like they're all just, you know, like a couple steps, really kind of average ingredients. Obviously for some of the baking things is there's ingredients like say buckwheat flour which Mm. I guess now is mainstream but definitely wasn't at the time but all the savoury stuff is literally just everything you can get in the supermarket really quick quick so simple anyone could do it that 
it kind of makes it accessible to people. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the main kind of selling point is the, is the ease. Yeah, and your your vegetarian ones and your vegan ones are actually like really cheap to make as well because yeah. they might be like tin tomatoes and beans and like a few like spices and yeah. random that's vegetables. That's something that people think that like to eat well is so much more expensive. And obviously there are some things that are like you know nut butter is expensive. Yeah, but um, like it's an investment in your health and in general, especially mate obviously this doesn't apply to the people that eat meat but if you are vegan or vegetarian like you're not buying you know a nine euro steak or whatever it's so cheap like a tin of beans is like 50 cent mm. so I've even noticed myself like the last two years not eating meat the like my shops are half the price yeah um and I used to eat a lot of fish as well and I'd obviously try and get really good quality fish so it was so expensive so it's definitely not more expensive and a lot of the kind of staples that are expensive once you have them in your pantry the last two ages so definitely not more expensive yeah Yeah. Uh, that's something that like even the other day um for like I I don't want to say who it was I was about to say like who it was but someone was like (laughs) oh but I tried it for a week it was so expensive and I just was like did you buy loads of meat substitutes and they're like yeah yeah, I was like, you don't need that to. Stuff is so bad for you as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just because it's, it's all vegan like doesn't mean it's healthy. Yeah, yeah, I remember actually when I like went like re vegan like a year ago. Mum bought me like a fake chicken schnitzel. <laughs> I was like really hung over and <laughs> yeah. ate it. And honestly, I nearly like it, I've never felt so sick in yeah. my whole entire life. It was like a mushroomy one. Oh my god, oh. I actually can't even think about it. Yeah, but like and now <laughs> there is actually so much better stuff coming yeah. out like that that you can buy. But like yeah, just because something's gluten free or just because it's vegetarian or vegan does not mean that it's good for you. Yeah, at all or cheap. And do you find it? Do you find it easy to order in restaurants and that? Um. So up until like four months ago I still ate a little bit of, I didn't eat dairy or meat or chicken mm-hmm. or anything but I still ate a little bit of fish if I was traveling or in a restaurant um just kind of freeze and mm. maybe kind of more out of laziness um, and sometimes you're just kind of embarrassed if you're like with different people yeah, or I don't hard, know why like, depending on the country you're in like yeah. sometimes it's it's it is much harder um but anyway so I would still eat fish in restaurants and stuff so I kind of always did because like say if I was going for dinner once a week with Tom or something like and once a week with a friend it was only twice a week so I just have fish twice a week and you could always get fish on the menu um but now I don't no I don't find it hard I think it does restrict the like restaurants we used to go to we just don't go anymore if the thing that we loved there was say a fish dish yeah that's gone then we don't go there anymore um but yeah you just kind of learn the places that you go and also it's just so not embarrassing to ask like if you ask the hard bit's done. Like, it's they're yeah. never going to say no. And, and it's I always, so simple. I know this myself, but I, mm. at the same time, I get embarrassed. Like, I'm always like, you're paying for... It's like a exactly, service yeah. that you're paying for, so yeah. you might as well, like, get I what you want. I also think, because I'm allergic to peanuts, like, as you know, like, deathly allergic. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always asking something. I'm always saying, like, and is there no peanuts in that? So that's kind of my entryway. Do, like, do, <laughs> um, do you get, like, press packages of things with peanuts in? Sometimes, yeah. Do you have to, like, um, put that in your... No, I don't know. but I I actually, the other day, I was so lucky. I was judging, like, a kind of healthy treat um competition. And I realised I totally forgot to tell, the, like, the organisers that I was allergic to peanuts. And so I was literally like you, in the car Like, you way. die if you yeah, eat yeah, peanuts. Yeah, and, and, like, they're in so many kind yeah. of, like, homemade healthy treats, obviously. And I was sitting in the car and I was like, to Tom, oh, my God. Like, I'm not going to be able to taste loads. I know there's, like, you know, there's going to be healthy yeah. Snickers. You couldn't even be. smell them, could you? Like, I, I can. I can smell yeah. them. And, like, my it's brother like... actually ate so much peanut butter <laughs> growing up. It makes me feel kind of sick, but yeah. it doesn't, like, harm me. Um, So I was so nervous. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to eat, like, half of the stuff. Got there. And for, like, some stroke of amazing luck, not one of the 12, like, finalists had made something with peanuts in it. Just by chance. So it was so, so lucky. weird. Um, 
But yeah, in restaurants, I always say like, is there, and just make sure there's no peanuts in this or whatever. So then I'm already kind of talking to them. I'm like, and then can I get it without the without? Yeah. You know, just, uh, but it's so actually fine. Once you do it a few times, it's it's not an issue. So yeah. yeah just do, you f- do you feel like your health has, like obviously when you started all this, you were so young that you probably like don't even really remember. But do you feel like there has been like such a difference in like being healthy? Yeah. Well, I definitely like I'm one of those people that like die hard believes how important the gut is and like gut health for mental health because mm. um I have such bad anxiety and stuff and I definitely know that they're related for me. Yeah. So I definitely notice that I have a lot less if I'm eating the way I like to eat, I feel better in every way in terms of anxiety and everything. Mm. Um, but also about two years ago what actually started me going vegan I don't know if I ever went into this with you we all just kind of started vegan. (laughs) (laughs) but um was I did allergy tests with like this really good doctor in England and I had no idea like at the time I still ate because you just get like India gets like random allergic reactions especially when she's traveling and like nearly dies every time she goes away so that's why she needed to go to like a specialist so I, I had a really scary like horrible anaphylactic shock in South Africa and so when I got back, I went to this kind of specialist in England and we did just like a really in-depth allergy test. And uh, so anyway, at the time I was still eating like dairy and eggs and stuff. And I came back so high for intolerant to eggs. Like I was shocked. I think it was something if you were like in the 20s, you should avoid it. If you're in the 30s, you really shouldn't have it. And I was like 89 or something for eggs. I was like, what? Like I eat these every day. And I had been like so bloated and stuff because it wasn't. And even just recipe testing. Like... Yeah, yeah. I was like, I eat these so much. So it was anyway, it was cow's milk, sheep's milk. So I was like, okay, I can't have dairy and I can't have eggs, which is what started my whole kind of vegan thing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I definitely noticed then when I stopped having eggs every day, I was like, oh my God, my stomach isn't that shape. (laughs) Because I had just been bloated for so long, I didn't really know. And I was eating really healthy, really, you know, but it just wasn't right for me. So that's Mm. why it is so important when people, you know, the no one size fits all is just so true. Because I did have such a healthy diet. It just wasn't the healthy diet for me, obviously. Exactly. That's so weird as well that you're like... I know, it's like off the the measurements (laughs) with it. That's like, mum is so allergic to cats and dogs. And And you just keep bringing the animals. (laughs) The allergy specialist is like... Um, you don't have any cats or dogs, do you? Because you're coming up like the the top, like what you said there. Yeah. I don't even know how it works. But she was like the top like number for allerg- yeah. you're allergic to them. She was like, no. <laughs> like, she was like, lied. Three dogs and a cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a cat who like is a rag. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about like working alone mm-hmm. because this isn't even like a career yet for me. And I feel so much pressure. Like, Mm. it's so insane. I think people think that, like, obviously there is so many benefits, um, but, like, that working for yourself and by yourself is, like, really good because you, like, don't really do anything all day and you can choose your hours and stuff. You can wear your pyjamas all day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do wear my pyjamas all day. But it's not, like... Yeah, well, I think you have to be a certain kind of person or have a few traits anyway that... First of all, you have to be obsessed with it. Yeah. Because you have to want to do it. There's no one telling you what you have to do. We're making you do it. And you have to have... Well, I think... I don't know if you've started doing this yet because I don't know when I got strict with myself for it. But I have, like, deadlines in my mind for things that, like... I don't know if I'm just, like, a control freak when it comes to this. But I literally think I have to get them done but then I realise actually (laughs) I'm the one who set those deadlines but you have to be really strict with your schedule well you're like being your own boss exactly and like I think 
basically like I have a few things that I have to do every single week you know in terms of like website maintenance scheduling all that kind of thing and I am always two weeks ahead with it because like I just Mm. it makes me so nervous yeah um so yeah I think setting yourself schedule boundaries like I'm sure you even have started to have it now that you have a podcast go up the same day every week like Mm. I have a recipe go up or whatever you have to have the things in place yeah no like I'm like six weeks ahead and I get anxious yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm actually like six weeks ahead with my website yeah um and yeah I feel like I'm behind if I'm two Mm. weeks ahead because that's a month behind really for me yeah um and then like say I took off five weeks for our wedding and honeymoon so I had to be for me 11 weeks ahead because I had to be six plus five but like setting those deadlines are 100% like completely necessary because if I didn't have them and say then I got sick for three weeks or something and then I was away the next week like then you actually are behind and you're if you aren't on top of it, no one else is going to be. So, you, like, your business technically could just crumble. Yeah. <laughs> Not to and be intense about it, but, like... No, it is, because especially to, on, yeah. like, so if it's, like, a social media-based thing, it's, like... I think every... Like when people drop off, you do kind of forget. Like not yeah. forget about them, but like you get obsessed with someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially now with the way the algorithm works and stuff, you just might never come back to those people. But like, explain that to me. Well, I don't. Actually, I don't think anyone can explain that. I don't yeah. actually know things. But like, I just know that everyone's like, what's happening? The people. Well, who- I've just noticed that like, if I for some reason don't look at say I do look at your story every day don't worry <laughs> say I didn't yeah. for some reason if I like you come up as one of my first ones because I okay. watch yours but if I didn't for like two weeks because I've noticed it with when I've done it to other when I've stopped watching other people yeah. they stop appearing in that that's okay. so interesting because I always wonder about that with stories because there's some people that come up like it's in my first you watch few them. okay it's because you watch well I think I've come up with that theory I don't know yeah but no like, that makes sense because the person that's always first is that um girl Megan Rosalane who has like the really cute baby oh God, her baby is so cute and that's like I don't I'm not even like a fan like not that I'm not like, like I'm a fan surprised of it's not a cute French boy <laughs> yeah, yeah like li- literally like and I'm always just like that's so random yeah and she does put up a lot of stories but I'm like I don't know and then my friends are like so far yeah 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 but basically I think what it is is that if you're not strict with yourself like as good it is it as it is that you're not working for someone that also means that if you don't do it no one's going to so mm. it's all on you so it's actually so much pressure yeah um especially because it's like it's not just like a business that you started and you're just like a random person behind it it's like it's, it's your so actual personal. name yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so personal so like there's definitely there's obviously lots of positives like I love that I control my schedule that like I can control if I need a day off to do x or y or whatever I can you know it's it's amazing that you have flexibility in your schedule but it also is so much pressure it's so personal and it's also not nine to five then like in any way because also especially with the way social media is sometimes the things that people find most interesting are your holidays or are your weekends or whatever so you actually have to be on the whole time yeah I'm okay. replying to messages and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that, um, so, yeah, let's just talk about this for, oh, clap. <laughs> okay, let's just talk about this for a minute, um, replying to messages. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't even think about this until I started, like, doing my podcast, but that's something that you need to, like, set, set time set, for, yeah. And I'm, obviously that's not a complaint, like, it's so nice. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. But, um, that's actually, like, a huge thing that takes up so much time. Yeah, so that, and that's also something that I don't schedule into my like list of to do things if you know what I mean I just I try to kind of do it like I do that when I count that my day's over I'm not working anymore I'll, I'll still do that mm. you know what I mean but 
yeah, I also think it's so important. Like, I try to reply to every single message um, because, I mean, like, it's the most important thing. And yeah. it's also the best way to communicate with people. And it's so it's nice. Ge- it genuinely well. is the most important thing. Yeah, it's definitely the most important thing. Um, and, you know, you also have to be so appreciative, like, that people are bothering to follow you. Yeah. I just think when there's so much choice and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I try to reply to every single person. So it obviously does take time. But it's also kind of funny. I don't know if you find this what things you get loads of messages about are not the things you necessarily would think. Yeah. So you might be like, oh, I'll have loads of time to respond to that and then you won't get that many questions or yeah. you won't have even thought that you'd get loads of questions on something and you're like, oh my God. You know? Yeah. So you can't really schedule it. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to take X amount of time today because you don't know. Unless you don't answer until a certain day, but that's yeah. kind of, a, yeah. But then also it's so hard because... Yeah, it's just hard. Also, what I find hard is that if you click one to read it but don't have time to respond, then it's, it's just seen. lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah it's lost because it goes back to, like... It... Into the time that it was. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the only times I don't respond to people is if, by mistake. Yeah. If I've read it but, like, I've been doing something so I couldn't reply and then I can never find it again. Yeah. That's the only time. So sorry if that's ever happened. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think it's so important to reply to every single person. Because it's, like, it, it's, it's such a hard burden but you feel because it's your obviously you want to because you appreciate people Mm -hmm. following you so much as you said but then also you're like you want to do right by yourself and like if you had messaged someone would expect a reply so Mm -hmm. you want to like do that for other people and you like if I don't know it's really difficult because sometimes like you don't have time to as you say or like it's, they need to some, make a function where you can do markers on red. Like yeah. Like an email. And then yeah, or just be like, I'll reply later. Yeah. You're like, there's so many, like, not that so many messages, but they, like, I, because I, of doing interviews mm-hmm. and doing things maybe a little bit deeper, I get like really in-depth, amazing messages. That and I you might need be, long replies to, yeah. Yeah, I might be out and then I like click, like allow, obviously, because I like want to read the message mm-hmm. properly. And then I can't answer and then I feel so bad. So then I send like a half-assed reply. That's happened to me a few times. Mm-hmm. And then I like go back to it the next day. And it's really hard and like, yeah, yeah, you, I'm, I'd say, have it harder than me because you're talking about such important things and stuff. Like, where I feel bad is if it's something like, I'm in the middle of making this recipe, <laughs> and I whatever, and I don't see it for 12 hours. So I'm like, they've obviously made it already. Like, yeah. that's, you know, that's yeah, very yeah. different to the kind of deep... Obviously, I get different messages. <laughs> but, like, you kind of... There's more responsibility, maybe, in the content that you're... I don't know. To. I just feel like, like, with anyone, you just kind of feel... It, it's like another thing which I never had mm-hmm. thought about before yeah. when I like started all this is there anything else that like you wouldn't expect is like kind of a responsibility that you had to do um I don't know I know we were talking about you were asking advice about like setting up a company officially and all the kind of like yeah I just... tax self-employed scary adulting stuff (laughs) but yeah like that's the main one and in that kind of case I just took advice from people like the way I'm trying to give you advice I don't know how good it is but um yeah it's just so hard you don't really you can't know until you're doing it Mm. and again like you don't have anyone telling you there's no boss telling you what you have to do yeah so I just take loads of advice from people anytime I'm starting like a new aspect to it like say when I started the app I tried to talk to people who'd done it before um with my accounting thing I tried to talk to people who were like maybe not obviously the same job as me but like maybe a freelance journalist or something see what they do it's all kind of just trying asking for help I think is the main thing yeah like you have to you have to definitely be open to that yeah and taking advice because otherwise does it cause a lot of anxiety for you like if those kind of things that like you you just love like creating your recipes and like doing that but then the other stuff that you have to do yeah like the the kind of admin-y stuff is 
yeah, it's not ideal, <laughs> but it's just kind of a necessary evil. It's also things like contracts and stuff and um, that we've also talked about before is you kind of know, obviously, your gut feeling. That's another thing I always go with my gut. If something, even if I don't have experience in it, mm. if I'm like, that doesn't seem fair, that doesn't seem right, I just always go with my gut and I've never regretted it. Yeah. Like, I think you'll regret not doing that, but you'll never regret that you try. Even if something doesn't work out because of it, it's still, you're not going to regret it if, if it felt wrong to you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think going with your gut, especially with all the official kind of contracty things that are kind of scary especially when you have no idea because you yeah. think especially if they're coming from like a brand or something you're like oh well they obviously know what they're talking about and that's where the imposter syndrome kind of thing comes in as well is that you're like but also yeah. I think that sometimes like people almost try to make you feel like the amount of the like n- not like the amount of emails but I've just gotten emails being like hello influencer like we love you and it's like or you obviously have not name, looked at my the page wrong name I've gotten the wrong name yeah before like someone will email me saying like hi Molly whatever so I'm like yeah. oh well I know she got it as well yeah and like as we've said before I don't really work with many brands at all I only like only if it's something that really really was great for both of us and something I really believed in so if I ever got one with the wrong name I'm like oh well they obviously aren't thinking of me specifically so you know what I mean yeah so it kind of gives what the what are the categories for you to have to work with a brand um I obviously that I actually have to genuinely like the product or the yeah um, or the brand. I think um, that's said a lot, but I don't think like a lot of people actually like actually do it. Yeah. yeah. Also, for me, it's kind of like this isn't like a black or white rule, but it's usually like if there's no creation involved in it, like if it's just can you promote this, but yeah. I wasn't involved in the this, then it's usually a no. Yeah, you know I mean, whereas yeah. if it's can you create something with us, I'd be and it was a brand that I liked, it would be much more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like more of a just, collaboration. Yeah, it would have to be a collaboration rather than just a, can you sell this for, you know? Yeah. I don't think I've ever done anything like that. I'd probably do like one or two a year, I'd say, um, of those kind of things. And it's just if it really fit both in terms of the relationship. Yeah. What would you say to someone who, and like this doesn't apply to like anyone that's just like on social media. If you're like literally selling like your own handmade like bags. <laughs> 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 or something <laughs> yeah. pocket watches um what would be your advice from your ex- own personal experience of like where to start because obviously when you started you didn't even know it was going to be like a job so mm-hmm. I think I think the the people that's for me anyway that seem to do the best not like in terms of followers or financially or whatever but in terms of respect yeah yeah they were kind of the most credible people are the people that didn't start it as a job like you you know i mean you didn't start this because you thought you were gonna become a billionaire um i mean i am a billionaire (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know what i mean it's the people i think you have to genuinely love it and i think it's amazing to take inspiration from people like you know my the people that i follow on instagram are all these like amazing food photographers and you know it's amazing to take inspiration from those people but I definitely think you have to love it enough that you have your own take on it Mm. which you will if you love something you know it will be coming from your side like it has to be something that that you love and that you do in your own way or it's never really you're not otherwise you're not really offering anything yeah I mean you have to I think that's particularly relevant today because there's like so many businesses which are just the same thing yeah I can't remember where I read it but it was like somewhere like the only thing that you can really do that's different is be you because yeah. like I can't be you you can't be me. so yeah do you know what I mean like there's it's such a saturated industry in every aspect food fashion yeah. podcasts like 
yeah, everything. There's hundreds, thousands of people doing it in Ireland even. Yeah. So you have to offer something different and the main thing that you can offer that's different is you, so. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I always, I always am like, to my uh, I went like this week I've really I was saying to you like really struggled I'm like feel such imposter syndrome and I was like how am I even like different to anyone else doing Mm -hmm. a podcast and what are they doing that I'm not doing and I like I don't even have a theme to my podcast Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes I I think that's good though because I I think it means you can do you can interview anyone that you find interesting that's basically then I was thinking that kind of is my theme yeah and your selection of people yeah is what makes you different. Except like, I said on the Her.au panel that I was, I was like, I'm kind of like a people collector. And then someone was like, that sounds kind of murky. <laughs> that sounds kind of creepy. Yeah. But do you know like, what I mean? Like you <laughs> might interview people that someone else would never think to interview. Yeah. That's your, that's where you're different. And the questions that you ask. Do you know what I mean? Like your yeah. personality, whether, you ch- whether you've chosen to do this or not, your personality is changing the whole content of the podcast. You know what I mean? The, yeah, gracias. Your laugh. <laughs> yeah, like literally my laugh. <laughs> Oh, I had to like fully when I, at the panel the other day lean back when I laughed because they were um it, was if I, it would like sh- do that shrill oh, yeah, like yeah. noise. I was like, oh, God, it's obviously like <laughs> something I have to think about. Um, so who would you take inspiration from them? That's how I always I See, always get asked at the moment at the moment. Yeah, but also it, it at the beginning when it was very like blog centric, people would be like, "What blogs do you read?" And I didn't I didn't read any. Yeah. So like I'm kind of that's weird. like podcasts with me. I've only just started listening to podcasts. Yeah. And my favorite one is this random like sex podcast, but it's like only because it's run by this really funny girl with like a really with fat a good cat. personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I actually like I don't follow that many people that do the same thing as me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I I think that just makes you re- feel really insecure. Like Yeah, and then that's where the whole comparison thing comes mm. in and that's harder. Like I definitely think all the talk about like social media being bad and stuff I totally agree with, but I also disagree fundamentally as well yeah. because I think if you use it for what it's supposed to be used mm. for that's what I think then well. it's amazing do you yeah. know what I mean like use it for inspiration don't use it to dictate your life and also people always forget that you choose what you see yeah so like unfollow people if they're making you feel bad even if it's like a really um, like really kind amazingly seeming person model, yeah they don't have to be a bad person but that like yeah. when you look at their photos you compare themselves just yeah. unfollow them yeah if you're like, not getting enjoyment yeah. like or inspiration from it then but yeah, so I kind of like, I don't actually follow that many, obviously follow a few, but that many people in the same kind of field as me. Like I follow a lot of like people whose style I love, a lot of like travel people, a lot of cute dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like I never really have a good answer to that. You know, like who's your favorite? No, but I think that's, or? I think that's actually really good because recently I've been trying to make more of an effort with that. Is that like, cause I've had Instagram from such a young age and I've also had it through so many phases of my life. Like sometimes pages come up, I'm like, what the fuck like like I was like really skinny yeah yeah, like skinny tees and things like that that I've obviously followed when I was um Mm. younger and like I like unfollow I'm in such a phase at the moment where like any anything I see I just find so easy to like just go and unfollow and not in like a catty way just like I don't know it's just I want when I go on to Instagram most of the time it's like I'm going on to do something Mm -hmm. so if I'm having a quick scroll, like I want it to be like a fun experience, like inspirational. Yeah. And an efficient one. Yeah. I don't want to like flick through photos that I don't like. Like why, like I often, I'm like, oh my God, do I, why Why do I even follow this? But, like I yeah. might have followed them five years ago and maybe I really liked them at the time and that was great. But like, there's no reason yeah. for, if I'm not liking their photos, I don't, you know what I mean? It's, so I think you have to be really conscious to use it in a positive way. And then, yeah. then the, the kind of issues that are so highlighted right now aren't a thing then yeah I think though it's an issue now because like five years ago I don't know I feel like with a lot of girls there was that whole like 
hashtag fitspo mm. like fitspiration and stuff and everyone followed those pages that was like what instagram was all about mm-hmm. which is like really weird now because it's such a different platform but like i feel like that's how like it's almost come about that we all followed mm-hmm. those pages and now where everyone's like no like don't follow don't them do or whatever it's also hard because like you'll even know now as well that when it is your job as well it's kind of in some ways easier for it to become a more toxic kind of thing because mm. you have to go on so it kind of does make your relationship unhealthy like I definitely spend way too many hours oh, a day same. and even if I'm only following people that I find really inspiring that I really like sometimes like we were talking about the pressure to have content mm. even just the fact that they've put up a photo can be like triggering to make yeah. you feel oh, crap absolutely. about yourself so like I'm not being like just if you just follow people that you like you won't have any issues that's not true at all yeah. like you definitely will but you just kind of have to be aware of them I think it's the consciousness of being like okay just step back from that it's not that big a deal yeah do you know what I find intimidating at the moment which is like another trend that was like kind of like fitspo but it's obviously a good one but it's like on that 24 hour grind like that kind of like well, I'm I always just so like so dangerous at the moment as yeah, well as the like competitive I busyness yeah yeah, yeah it's competitive busyness yeah, it is yeah and I like I probably do it sometimes as well but you feel like you're like fuck they're doing more than me or like they're getting yeah. more jobs than I am oh 100% whereas it's like totally. they're like yeah and it's I don't know like at the moment I'm finding that really hard and it's like why do we why I was thinking about this the other day because there's also another you know the way there's like weird little trends on social media I always see people like line up like if they're sick like their lem sip and stuff and take pictures of it I always find that so funny like flu that's so ghastly like I actually appreciate it because it's so funny but the grind thing is something I've noticed like so much recently that it's like like who can get up earlier who can work later yeah yeah and it's like what why like with the flu thing it's like but why like ask yourself like why are you putting that up are you putting like because I've nearly put up things like Mm -hmm. that and you're like are you putting this up because you want people to think you're busy or are you like yeah like that you've burnt yourself out yeah yeah I think I think that's such a big thing at the moment is like the best answer you can give to how are you is really busy yeah and like I think if you are really busy and stuff it just does naturally come out and stuff and yeah you know you're not doing it on purpose but it is definitely a way of being like, I'm so busy because I'm working so much because I'm yeah. successful. Which is not necessarily, like some of the busiest times in my life have been the least successful and vice versa. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not like, yeah. But it's also, it's funny because it's kind of at the same time where the whole self-care thing is also such a in a really good trend, but yeah. also such trends. So it's like, the it's reason like, you need the self-care is because yeah. you're too stressed. Yeah, I mean, it's really, yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. I think that's when you kind of have to be like, if that stuff is getting to you, you need to step okay. back like yeah to finish what would be like your self-care what would be things that you would do to look after yourself when you feel stressed so I've been trying which I know everyone is saying <laughs> it's one of the trends <laughs> but to really get off my phone more because like I'm so bad with it mm. um so I actually before we went away we went away together recently before we went away I turned on that thing on your phone you know where you mm. can't see certain apps between certain times so like I couldn't wait what I was like I had no idea setting on iPhone what's it called it's called um not screen time but it's in the screen time area can't remember the name of it interesting anyway setting you choose the time so I turned off I turned it so that I couldn't go on any social media or email between eight and eight and it was so good because basically you can go on it basically a thing pops up and says do you want to ignore this or not and you can click ignore 
which the what the thing I actually found really interesting was what I missed the most wasn't social media it was Google because I had the internet turned off too so oh, much what? of the time I'm like wait what's that or yeah. like you're in a conversation with someone you go anyway so it was Google I missed the most yeah. which is kind of good I guess but um and then I changed it from nine to nine Oh no, from 8 to 9 so I added okay. an extra hour which meant that I got up and didn't look at my phone straight away and that was so good but yeah. then we went away so I turned it off because like my hours weren't the same mm. and I haven't turned it back on and I've definitely noticed that I'm just way more anxious it's so weird you think mm. oh it's not making me anxious but it is like it's no, whether it it's just the is. like onness of 24-7 or it's the comparison thing I don't know what it is but and it's it also definitely... probably like a mix of like the blue light as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah but sleeping and stuff so yeah I think for me, that is big. Also, I like definitely, I'm not, you know what I'm like with exercise. Like I'm not like up at 6am exercising all the time. But I definitely feel so much better when I do my three but days a week. What I like about you is like you're not like super like into it, but you just do it because yeah, you know it's I good for of, you. Yeah, like and I make I think myself people, do it, but not, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm kind of like now. I used to like love it. Now yeah. I'm just kind of like, I know I'll feel better afterwards. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I think sometimes when people yeah, are like, yeah, don't do it if you don't love thing it. to make yourself do yeah. it to an extent. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm talking three times a week. 40 minutes I'm not talking about seven days a week an hour and a half yeah you know so it's yeah so exercise the phone thing and then I also think just it's hard but like I've gotten much better actually at being like I'm not working on the weekends Mm -hmm. and like when I say working on the weekends I don't mean like nine to five behind my laptop I just mean doing things kind of bits and bits throughout the day because but that takes longer because you do at half like not half ass but like you like do it while you like say replying to messages yeah. you like put on the kettle that, yeah. and then you're like it's ha- an hour and a half later your tea is still yeah. you know th- those things take yeah. so long so I've stopped I don't reply I'm sure no one's noticed <laughs> <laughs> I don't reply to emails on weekends which I used to all the time mm. so and I do feel kind of bad like sometimes it could be Saturday morning and I'll see an email from someone say if it is recipe specific saying they're making something today but if and you do I one, you have to do I don't, it. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I, I tried doing only replying to those kind of ones and it just doesn't work. So yeah, I think setting boundaries. So yeah, I think the focus, for me, the self-care stuff is actually the opposite of the, I'm so busy. It's yeah. the... It's I didn't know why I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of that. The, like, making boundaries to yeah. not be as busy mm. is actually, I think much more beneficial well for me at the moment anyway because okay. I'm just such a stress ball I get so yeah about the silliest things, you know me yeah yeah we both I are. think we're both very silly <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you for coming thank on thank you for having me it's really hard to get me with <laughs> no but it actually was it was because because we know each other we were too casual about it we yeah and I don't time, know so. how to interview someone I know you know what I mean it's actually I think way harder well that was mm. so easy I thought it was gonna be no not with, harder but yeah yeah it's yeah. just like you're just like more embarrassed for some reason mm. or something um but yeah thank you thank you for having me. guys depop sponsored this podcast which you know <laughs> i'm just so awkward come on <laughs> but if you don't have depop get depop um it's so good molly actually i was a depop version until me and molly double sustainably bought shoes together that actually on is Depop like the other yeah day. that is yeah. more sustainable because we have the same size feet which yeah. is handy but yeah, yeah. like mid-day. so yeah i popped my depop cherry and got an amazing pair of shoes that i never would have found in the shop or been able to afford in the shop so yeah. and i'm like a depop personal shopper like you i can find yeah. anything yeah um but download the app on android or ios or go to depop.com i actually find it really easy to find shops through their website because it's more like online shopping i don't know i feel like sometimes it can be a nicer um 
like experience for finding them but once you find like three shops that you like you can just go on to what they like and then it's like it's a pass it's, it's yeah a, and then you just end up following so many people and it's actually I go on I was checking my screen time thing I go on that more and I'm not even just saying this more than Instagram because I know when I go on Instagram I get like stressed mm-hmm. whereas like when I go on Depop I, I get stressed what, yeah. though as well because it's like once something's gone it's like really the pressure gone. yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like eBay or something where yeah. like you don't have a chance yeah yeah um and in the description of this I will put my shop of the week I don't know who it's gonna be yet because I don't know their handles off by heart but I will put it in so make sure you check it out and yeah thank you subscribe like review bye bye <laughs>